Hey guys, welcome back to the NRL Dom Podcast. I am Tom. What a week we have ahead of us. Magic round. Uh, the big wet has arrived. That much we know. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, it is putting a slight dampener on the vibes. Uh, we're going to try and keep them up, but geez, if you're traveling up from around Australia to Brisbane, to the uh, Sunshine State, do not expect much of that aforementioned name to shine through this weekend because, holy, it looks wet, bro. It looks very, very wet. It Hey, and if you wanted to splash a bit of cash with your buddies, with your friends, get nice seats, nice and close to the to the front row, you know, one week of the year, a weekend of the year to just splash a bit of cash, a little bit of extra money at it, I uh, hope you feel silly, because I do, and you're in the same boat with me. <laughs> we might need a fucking boat. I have no cover whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> I'll say this much. I think I'll be watching more games from the Caxton than from my seats this year. <laughs> but I will push on. I will endeavor. I, I, I've, I've sent a message to the boys. They know that should there be heavy rain... While the Bulldogs Knights game is on, the first game of the round, if there is heavy rain, I'll be watching it from somewhere with a heavy roof over my head. It's not happening. I'm not getting soaked for Bulldogs Knights. And I love, I love them. I love them. I'm sure it'll be a good game. But for me to get drenched in the, (laughs) to get absolutely soaked on the first game of the round, for two teams that aren't playing that crash hot footy to be playing in those conditions, that ain't me, bro. <laughs> that might be someone else, but that ain't me. But anyway, boys, if you see me around, I will be the Caxton Friday and Sunday with a bunch of other blokes that get in and around this gear. Uh, i got a podcast with Bloody Brilliant Beers and Roasty on the Sunday. That should be a rip. I'll get, get, get that out for you next week. Um, other than that, I'll be at the CAC pretty much every day. So if you see me, come up. I'll, I'll buy you a beer. If you if you mention the podcast, I'll buy you a beer. How about that? <laughs> but let's get into some some news stories that caught my eye this week before getting into the, the tips, which we, we're yet to get one wrong. Um, don't bother going back and, and seeing what I tip. I'm yet to get one wrong. Um, one of the longest hot streaks in history, actually, uh, my tips this year. Don't look it up. I have... I've, yeah, pretty much nailed them all. What, the first one, Graham Hughes has got himself into a little bit of trouble here. Uh, apparently, there's a video going around of him celebrating in a not-so-polite way uh, <laughs> towards the Penrith Panthers players after the 2020 Grand Final. And, like, we all know uh, that Penrith, uh, <laughs> when they won their Grand Final, they were very respectful and courteous and polite to everybody. They didn't cross any lines or do anything. <laughs> untoward whatsoever uh listen I, I could sit here and i could i could run that angle at the end of the day this video was shown to these boys before round three last year when they went to penrith and um geez if, if cast your minds back that was the game where viliami kickow saved the try last minute um holding up justin olam it, it was a cracker game so uh, having said that if that's what it <laughs> if that's what it takes to get these boys amped up, while I do feel bad, no one should be ever criticized for where they come from, especially when it's out of your control, but 
Husey seems very upset and sorry about the whole thing, but if that's what it takes to get the the Mountain Men up, and if we're going to get a similar game this weekend, can you can you send them more videos? Like, <laughs> if if that's what it takes to get them up, then yeah, let, let's send them a few more videos because that was a cracker. All right. Moving on, another one that caught my eye, Paul Kent. <laughs> you boys, no, I love Paul Kent. He's my boy. You know, uh, I love I love reading what he says and <laughs> and just feeling the rage consume me. I, I love Paul Kent. Obviously, who doesn't? But um, this one <laughs> really really got me a little bit arched up in my back. So. Paul Kent's come out and said that Cody Walker needs to grow up and respect his teammates. And, ah, (laughs) this article did to me exactly what they wanted it to do to me. You know what I mean? So, obviously, if you're unfamiliar, there's big issues right now with Paul Kent and and a fella called Paul. (laughs) They do the, uh... They do the footy on on a Sunday, I believe, maybe a Saturday too, whatever it is. The continuous, they're not the continuous call, that's uh, 2GB, I believe. But whatever their show's called, I don't care. I don't listen to it. I, I watch it on the TV like a normal person. So, I, <laughs> so, Paul Kent has been repeatedly hitting this bloke with this joke about how he doesn't pay taxes and all, all mates blown up deluxe, walked out of the show and, and, and people like Ray Hadley and... Uh, to be honest, most of the public have come out and said, you listen, what Paul Kent and James Hooper, I mean, all-time Donny Hall of Famous right there, um, <laughs> getting those two in a room together, oh, geez, to be a fly on the wall. So these two blokes, they're saying it's, it's pretty much workplace bullying, right? They're like relentlessly going at this guy. Um, I don't have the I, I don't have the audio here. I'm pretty sure Tryline Podcast Boys put it up. You can find it. it. It's out there. And it was a bit full-on. So obviously what they're trying to do is make me say that. You know what I mean? They want me to click that article and say, but what do you mean? But what do you mean? Because Paul Kent, he needs to be respectful to his teammates, his, his the people that he work with. He, you need to, I need to get upset about this, blah, 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 which I did. And now I'm bringing it to a podcast. Obviously, you got me, Paul. But what I'm trying to say is maybe we need to cut it out. Because I love ripping into Fox League as much as anybody. And, and what I loved about this article was it, it was staff writers Quoting what happened on NRL 360 the day before as if it were news. You know, so (laughs) you got the Fox Riders quoting a Fox show. It's a Fox Fest up in there, you know? It's a complete Fox Fest. And um it's just the 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 level Part of me wants to believe that it's so on the nose that that's what it has to be. That it's obviously there so I can sit there and be like, nah, 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 nah. He has to be respectful because of what's going on in his life right now. I I want to believe in my heart of hearts that's why that article has been written. <laughs> but as I say this to you, to the Donnies of the world, there is a part of me that does believe that this guy is so out of touch, so out of tune, that he could he could feel this way and, and, and not... And obviously, he can feel whatever way he wants about Cody Walker. But to say these things so recently, <laughs> after what happened with him in his own life, um, and he, he released an article saying why he won't reply because our oh, mate's a snowflake and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, maybe it is in him. <laughs> Kenty, you got me. You win, brother. Uh, you, you either, you either f- fucking me one way or the other. I don't know how. You either get me riled up for no reason 
or you get me rolled up because you're an idiot. You're either very smart or very dumb. My heart wants to say that you're dumb, but I, I dare say you might be a bit too switched on for me, Kenty. You got me, but you won't get me again. And boys, do not feed into that drama. <laughs> because you know the Twitter the Twitter loved that. Twitter loved blowing up the locks saying, but Paul Kent, he, 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 he's not good. He needs to... They got you. They got you. Now, boys, Magic Round this weekend. A few things I wanted to point out about Magic Round. A few little uh, tidbits. Four teams never lost at Magic Round. All right? They would be the Rabbits, the Roosters, and the Storm. And the Tigers. <laughs> it's a weird club when those four are in it, you know? When those four blokes are in it, it is a weird, weird club. You also got... Manly Broncos playing each other again for the third time in a row. And Knights Bulldogs playing each other again. Uh, pretty sure they played each other for the first time in 2019. But what I, what I went and did um, as a bit of fun is I went and made a Magic Round ladder. Right? So, so, so I know there's only been two games. But when you come up here, Brisbane pretty much, it's a home game for them and no one else. Right? And so so there is an argument maybe they should be the ones not playing next year when the, when the Dolphins come in. Obviously... If you're not tracking, the Dolphins coming in next year. They've been assured they will play Magic Round. So that means someone's getting the flick, but nobody knows who just yet. Could it be the Broncos because they get to play up here every weekend anyway? Uh, normally on a Friday night, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. So, <laughs> right. And so next year, someone has to get the boot. Someone has to get kicked out. Who's that going to be? Well, I think it should be whoever at the end of this sucks the most. Right? So... If we look at the four and against, Tigers are, <laughs> Tigers are doing pretty good. They're on 44 on their four and against. Storm, 88, blah, 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 blah. We go all the way down, all the way down. You've got the Eels on a minus 38 and the Titans on a minus 44 points difference from the two games that they showed up. So you'd have to say between the Titans, the Eels, the Dragons uh, have been bad as well. The Cowboys yet to get a win there somehow, some way. Um, those four guys... All, I think it's them that are fighting for who's not playing there next year. I think that's the only way that you can do it. You know, some of these guys have, have never got a win here. So, Cowboys, they've lost both times. The Dragons, they've lost both times. The Titans, they've lost both times. The Bulldogs, they've lost both times. And the Sharks have actually lost both times. I say you put these guys in there. Whoever at the end of this has lost three times at Magic Round. You're not fitting to the crown, boys. You get Jog on. If you, if you can't step up at the at the footy festival, you're not welcome. But but that's just one man's thoughts. Obviously, how I really feel is you kick South out. It's only right. right rewrite the history books. Now, let's get into it. Bulldogs, Knights, you heard me talk about it before. Am I keen for this game? No. No, I'm not really. It could it could turn out to be something uh, because of how wet it's going to be. So, so you look at these and you go, oh, it could be wet weather footy, tossing the ball around. Who knows what's going to happen? What I think is going to happen is it's going to be wet weather footy. They're going to be tossing the ball around and dropping it a bunch. Uh, I'm going to take the Bulldogs here. But really, if you take the Knights, that's fine too. I'm pretty sure the Knights opened it last year as well with the Tigers. And I was equally unenthused about that game as well. Um, Moving on, Manly Broncos. What's funny, 2019 Magic Round, Bronx won. Last year, Manly absolutely smashed them. Um, oh, 
it was, yeah, at least they got it over and done with for the Broncos fans, and they could just enjoy the rest of the weekend, uh, not worrying about what Turbo's going to do to them. This game, I'm going to tip the Eagles. However, that's because I'm a coward. The Broncos have won three on the trot. They just beat South. South beat Manly. If you're tracking, if you're tracking, that should, in footy math, that should mean the Broncos take the Eagles. I can't see it, though. You've got the three the three Erbos there. Pfft, nah. Game over for me. Manly. No one... I'm, I'm not tipping anyone. I'm not backing anyone 13-plus in here this weekend. Um, it's just going to be so wet. I, I think that the Eagles will be better game managers in the wet. Friday is meant to be absolutely pissing down. Saturday, while the games are on, it's apparently meant to be easing off just a bit. First game, 3 o'clock, Warriors-Rabbits. You go the Rabbits here... Not really too much else to think about. The Warriors just lost to three guys last week. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know how many people were left on the field after <laughs> after 30 minutes, but I have to assume it was about three or four guys left out there, and the Warriors still found a way to lose. Uh, to their credit, they bounced back well after they got uh, whomped by the... <laughs> by the Melbourne Storm. They came back and won the next week. I don't think we'll see a rewrite of that. I'm back in South in Titans, Dragons. This could be a stinker. This and this might be piss break territory. This uh, Titans, Dragons. This could be a stinker. This could be electric too because the Titans like to score. The Dragons like to score as well. Um, but they don't, they don't defend very well, these two teams. I'd like to see the Titans get up here as they are just you know, an hour away from home. I think they will have some fans traveling. That being said, St. George do travel very well. Um, well, they've been around for eons and eons. So, obviously, I'd, I'd like to see the Titans get up. But, you know, I'm going to back in the Dragons here. I think Benny Hunt. coming. To, it's coming out of this wet weather footy for me. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. <laughs> With Ben Hunt not dropping the ball and rah, rah, rah. Shelve it. All right. I just think Ben Hunt is going to be a better game manager. Um, what happened to them last week was just fucking ridiculous. You can't cut it any other way. Should not happen, and I doubt it will happen again. They were three on the trot, I believe, before getting whomped by Melbourne. Um, I will, I will back the Dragons in here, but I, I'm happy to have egg on my face on that one. Storm Penrith, who knows, man? I mean, these two teams are so far removed from the rest of the world. Um, there's not two groups of men I remember outside of rep teams being as dominant as these blokes are. Um, what they're doing right now is ridiculous. I think the Storm are doing it a little bit better. But then they lose Ryan Pappenhausen. So what do you say about that? I think Pappy does a lot. Without Pappy last week, they absolutely kept the foot down and didn't look like they missed a beat. The thing with Melbourne, as everybody says, you don't play Melbourne, you play the system, mate. That's what it's boring. I know it's true though. Penrith, they'll choke you out. They're gonna be amped up after last week. After last week losing to Para at home for the first time, losing a blue bet ever since it's been called blue bet. Yeah, they're gonna be amped up as well as this stuff circulating again about Husey. I think. I think it's gonna be a cracker game. I'll be absolutely shocked if it's not. I'm going to back in Penrith, though. I think Cleary's going to just... 
He's just going to be able to do more. I think a few people are going to jam Hughesy early. Uh, Bizza being back. Taylor Manteo just ridiculous right now. That The back row for Penrith are relentless. Melbourne, I just think... It's, this is going to be a tight game. If it goes down to Golden Point, I won't be surprised. I'm going to back Penrith in. I'm happy to be wrong, though. It's, a, it's, a, it's pretty much a home game for Storm. Everyone up here reckons they're a Storm fan. Um... Yeah, let's back Penrith in. But if Mad Dog shows up and just does what he does, I won't be surprised. But without Pappy, I think I've got to take into Penrith. Sharks-Raiders right after... No, so that's the Saturday night headliner. Sharks-Raiders to open us on the Sunday. Now, if I'm still alive at this point, uh, some miracles have been performed. And I'd be looking for the second coming of Christ or or, an, or a boat or ark to get onto. Um, and... If I am alive, I will be immediately drunk again after trying to hang with Roasty and and, the, and Darcy and Klutz. Jesus. So, uh, Sharks Raiders, this should be good. Uh, forgive me if I'm wrong. The Raiders beat these boys round one. Can they do it again? No, they won't. Sharks are going to absolutely floor, <laughs> floor them. Uh, yeah, Sharkies are back. They lost to the Broncos. I think they needed to lose to the Broncos two weeks ago. I think that... That was the best thing that could have happened to him. I spoke about it on the weekly Rubdown podcast. They, The wins they were winning were not up to scratch, in my opinion. They weren't winning like champions win. And they said it themselves. Pretty much every post-game interview, Nico Hines was disappointed with how they played in the fact of drop balls, letting other teams back into it with errors. I remember when they absolutely spanked the West Tigers. They were unhappy with their performance. They, they didn't feel like they had won, but the West Tigers had lost. And... They said that three or four weeks in a row, and then the Tiger, uh, the Broncos beat them. Uh, they took advantage of, of what the Sharks gave to them, and then last week the Sharks came back a little bit more cleaner, a little bit more cutthroat, and they did it with 12 guys as well. So Sharks over Raiders, I think, for me, is an easy choice. Roosters, Eels, another cracker. Another absolute cracker, and it's a mixed bag here. You know I reckon if you speak to 100 different people, you get 50 on one side, 50 on the other. Because in your heart, you say that the Roosters have to be a shot here. Their team is too talented to have been playing the way that they have been. Luke Keery had a great game last week. I feel like he's getting back into into his stride. They're starting to look almost like the guys I thought they might be. Parramatta, absolutely hitting back after getting embarrassed by the Cows. They're, they're, well, how they played last week was just great. It was impressive. The thing with the Para is that they're not a highlight real team. They get wins. They get it. They get in. They get dirty. And, and they will wrestle with you the whole way. Uh, this game, it really could be anything as well. Another absolute great game to have. Uh, absolute cur- amazing curtain raiser for the 2005 Grand Final rematch. Um, <laughs> what, a, what a curtain raiser it will be. Roosters, Eels. My tip will probably change. As we go forward throughout the weekend, it might come down to teamless at the time. In the wet weather, it's going to be a disgusting pitch. I think that lends to Parramatta more because on these Sunday games, we're going to have six games have already been played. Five games, I'm afraid, sorry, have already been played on this pitch. It does come into it with already, but then you add in how wet it's going to be. These boys are going to be playing in the mud. It's going to be piggy in the middle out there. I think the Eels will like that more 
you know, the Roosters, Bondi boys, they're clean with their lattes. I don't think that they want to get down and dirty with Papa Lee <laughs> or Junior Parlo. I don't, I don't think they want to get down and dirty with Nathan Brown and Ryan Madison. I don't think they want to get down and dirty with Dillbags, and Dillbags gets down and dirty. You know? Dillbags gets down and dirty. I don't know if, I don't know if Sam Walker does. You know, he's coming, coming back to the cauldron where he was formed. <laughs> Where they are, where he was poured out of molten lava to be the saviour of Queensland. Loading. Give us a few more years. I think that Para get him. I just think, obviously, depending on the weather and how torn up this field is, but I really think in a low-scoring game, it lends to Para's favour. And the flashiness that the Roosters need to unlock, I don't know if they'll get the opportunity to do so. Now, West Tigers, Cowboys. The 2005 Grand Final rematch. This is one of the most important games of the year for me. Uh, And when this game got announced for Magic Round, my heart sunk. (laughs) Because the Claremont Donny comes into town once a year. It's for Magic Round. And and let me tell you, he comes wearing colors. Orange jersey, orange socks, orange hat. Last year it was an orange scarf in 27-degree weather. Zach committed this bloke. Uh, the Claremont Donny. He's a West Tigers... Uh, I, this man, I've seen him cry watching Tigers over the last few years. I've seen tears down his face. It's a hard game to watch with him <laughs> when his team's not going well. And I don't think they'll be going well against the Cowboys, I'll tell you that much. Against the entrenched Cowboys. I don't think the Tigers will be going too well. Is there a bit of bias coming through? Absolutely. Have the Tigers never lost at Magic Round? That Yes. Yes, that's a fact. Have the Cowboys ever won at Magic Round? No. No, we haven't. There's a first time for everything. <laughs> and on Sunday, it will be the first time we win at Magic Round. And it will be the first time the Tigers lose. And it will be the first time someone puts 80 points on someone at Magic Round. Because <laughs> there's a first time for everything, boys. I think the Cowboys getting this game at Magic Round is PVL saying, here you go, son. Because <laughs> nobody thought that we were going to be anything at this point. Nobody thought the Cowboys were going to be anywhere near anything to be involved with anyone. So PVL said, oh, at least at least we'll give them the Tigers at Magic Round in front of a nice big packed stadium. Well, PVL, what you've done is you've, <laughs> you've led the lambs to slaughter. <laughs> oh, I could talk all day. Now, boys, like I said, potty coming early next week with the Bloody Brilliant Beers boys and Roasty. The the dawn of all dons, Roasty. I don't know what state we'll be when we hit, hit the red button. Uh, more podcasts coming. Uh, we're back to one a week for a little bit. Uh, I've got some things I'm working out with some different players. So they're going to be coming thick and fast with you, the interviews. Former players as well as current. Um, we're doing all of it right now. A few boys have moved up to... Ready, I've seen. Um, so Ronnie Volkman, who, who who was on the podcast not long ago, we might reach out to him. We've got Natty from the Weekly Rubdown coming on in a few weeks as well. So exciting times. Thanks again for all the love and support you're showing on the Instagram page. I love it. Uh, I'd say turn notifications on, uh, but I don't think the content's that good. <laughs> nah, go ahead. Turn on, turn on the notifications. 
if you if you listen on Spotify, if you're listening on Apple, go ahead and subscribe. It downloads it straight away and strokes the ego like you wouldn't believe. Boys, if you see me at Magic Round, come up. I hope I do see you. Hope that we can uh, have a chat, have a yarn at the Caxton. I'll be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Boys, I love yous and leave yous. Short and sweet as always. Have a great Magic Round. And if you're watching from home, congratulations on staying dry all weekend. <laughs>